Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. All right, this is Eat and Drink. Special edition. Special edition, man. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. Emphasis on the dish. Yes. We are going to uh, we're going to dish out a little bit of. Uh, we're going to spill the tea on some of the weddings we've been to and attended, and uh, good meals we've had, bad meals we've had, and uh, and uh, in my case, uh, weddings that I've almost ruined oh, because I was uh, on the wrong side of the kitchen. You this know, is the wedding episode. Uh, this is Ali Hassan in front of me. This is Marco uh, Tempano above me. Yeah, here you go. I, I sit on a ladder when we record. Uh, Three phone books. Uh, I've been best man seven times. Yeah. Always the best man, never the really best person. Man. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. Seven. Yeah. I know of one, right? Yes. Mark? Yes, Everybody for Mark? Sure. Yeah, best man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when you say best man, you mean the one guy or you mean one of the best no, no, men? No, no, no. I mean the, the guy. guy. The guy who gives the ring. I over. could see that. You're yeah. a solid, dependable guy. I do also see you dropping the ring out of, uh, right? Has that happened Never. too? Have you dropped Never. it? No. I've also Treating married like three the ice people. Cubes. Okay. I've married three, yeah. three people, yeah. I've married a couple. I oh, have no you? business doing so. I have no papers. They didn't care. Oh. They got they got real married quietly in the corner. Okay. Some guys showed up. They're yes. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just shut your shut your pie hole, sir. Just where do we sign? And then they had uh, me do basically a roast officiating okay. thing. Do you know Phil Luzzi? I love Phil Luzzi. Phil Luzzi is our friend. He is uh, he is a, a stand-up comic and a performer. A clown. Uh, theatrical. Uh, He's everything. A comedian. And a, an incredibly a, a, sexy man. Anyway, he was supposed to officiate. Great actor, too. Sorry. You, I, I covered your line. What great did you actor. say? Yeah, yeah. No, he, no, no. He was supposed to officiate the wedding. Oh, okay. And uh, he couldn't make it because... He was acting. He was doing some of that great acting uh, up, uh, you know, three hours north of Toronto. So I came in as a second choice. You know what happens when you're a second choice? People uh, hate you. No. Okay. No. no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm saying when I'm a second choice, yeah. I in my head, somewhere in my head go, oh, you're going you're gonna to come to me second? Yeah. I'm going to teach you a lesson never to do that again. Oh. And so then I, I roasted the hell out of this wedding and it was terrific. Like, I didn't know my buddy's mom, the groom's mom. So I didn't know if she would take kindly to the jokes about him being, you know, a masturbation aficionado and and video games. And, you know, uh, she loved it. Wow. And so that went well. It could have been gone horribly. But anyway, this is not about food. But but yeah. Sure. My wedding connection to Phil Luzzi is I met him doing Tony and Tina's wedding. That's great. So there you go. So Can I tell you a, yeah. a little story that's connected to Tony and Tina's please, wedding? Please. Before we get into any Before food we get or into trick. food, or, I went to a wedding this weekend. Okay. I went to a wedding this weekend, and my friend who's getting married calls me. He goes, I got to ask you something. A oh, favor? Yeah. Feel free to say no. Okay. Already, I'm like, Ooh, yeah. okay, I hope this is great. I hope this. Uh, hope I can still go and enjoy myself at the wedding. And sure. this is not like, I'd like you to do a speech closer to the end. I'm right. like, oh, now I can't drink. But you know what I mean? So I was like, as long as I can enjoy myself, I'll do it. He said, I've been to 100 weddings in my life. There's always that moment where the priest goes, if anybody objects to this union, please speak now oh, or man. forever hold your peace. Right. 
I've never seen that. I've never seen anybody speak. Would you be comfortable no. doing no. it? He asked me. So my friend Dave Merhej, my buddy, my homeboy, goes, no, because we were going to do it together. Right. I was going to stand up and say something. My buddy's going, you're embarrassing us, bro. Right. We're going to do like a little act out, like, like we're straight out of Tony and Tina's okay. wedding. And Dave goes, no, come on. We're, we're guests. We're not hired actors. We're not yeah. clowns. Come on. Dave's right. Dave is right. So, you, so I didn't go Dave's direction. I fully understand it. I fully respect it. Listen, I don't know Dave, but I'm on Dave's yeah, side I know right you're now. On Dave's okay. side, of course. But so basically what I did. The priest knew. No. Priest was in on it. Is the this, couple oh, was the in on it. Priest was in on it. Priest is in on it. The couple's in on Is it. it. Is it a Catholic ceremony? Catholic ceremony in a church? No, oh, okay, at the okay, Palais okay. Royal. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Different, outside okay, a okay. tent. But then it can't be a priest. This what? was a priest. He's an officiator. Okay, I that's know. not a priest, I my friend. Not, There's I, a, a huge. I, I might have called him father. Okay. To me, that made him a priest, that I incorrectly called him father. Did this person wear a collar? He with did a not wear a collar. So what kind of priest? This is not a priest. Know. He was a pretty sexy priest. He no, was like, this no? is a degenerate pretending a to degenerate. be a priest yeah. masked yeah, yeah, yeah. as an official. Well, he's a Marco Timpano type, right? Fair he's enough. a guy who officiates weddings with no actual reason or, you know. I am a pastor with the Universal Life Church. Is that right? Yeah. If you go online, universallifechurch.com, right. you can become you a pastor. You want to do more bragging or can no, we? No, no, so anyway, does anyone here before we proceed? And that comes early in the marriage, right? right? Does anyone else? It's already like a beautiful moment. The kids have come. Little kids have put flower petals on the, you know, and the father has brought the bride. It's already so beautiful. People are just great. Before we continue, does anyone have any issue or objection to this marriage taking place? And I stand up. I go, yes. And I go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's. I'm so sorry. Ribs are on sale at the grocery store. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I hold up my phone. It's like a flyer. And I sat down. Great moment. Great right, moment. Right. The rest of that. I'm great because the rest of the people are talking to me being like, dude, that was great. Not knowing that the groom did it. I was like, that's awkward. Right, people right. just think I'm an actual piece of garbage. Right. But I got to talk to more people than I normally would have. But all that to say, the one time I've seen that is where you met Phil Luzzi, okay. where the priest, you yeah. know, in the play goes, is any having have an ejection? Yeah. Nothing. And then you hear, Tina! And it's like the, the disheveled, man, maniacal ex-boyfriend yeah. shows up. I think he showed up in that moment. He showed up in that window, 100%, right? 100%, my friend. He did, yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. Michael that Just is the character's name, yeah. So how did the how did the bride take that? She was in on it too. Okay. They yeah. both wanted this. So that's why and in fact that's why if Mark if the if the groom was the only guy who knew about it, bride doesn't know, priest doesn't know, I'd be like, "Oh man, I don't think so." No, that's, that's not Don't make me part of a prank that could go wrong. Yes. Cuz I've been on that side too oh, man. when I'm host when I'm doing comedy at a wedding or okay. I'm hosting a wedding. And the groom's buddy goes, you, you should make it dirtier, man. This guy loves the dirty. No. He loves the dirty. Make it dirty. Make it dirty. So I went tiny bit dirty. Crowd turned on me. I was like, why did I listen to this stupid idiot? I'm doing this for the bride and groom. Why am yeah. I listening to his, one of his best men? No offense to your no, uh, no. business there that you're so proud of. But I listened to some moron. And uh, it was a mistake. So I wouldn't want that. But when he's in it, she's on it, they want that just for some memory of that moment to like lighten it up. I was like, all right, I'll do it. There you go. And it was great. Well, okay, I'm glad that worked out yeah. because I was like, this this does not sound like it's going in a direction that I approve This of. was requested. Okay. And if it didn't go well, I would have been like, he asked for this. You people are the problem. <laughs> anyway, weddings. Weddings. Okay. Let's start with booze at weddings, okay? I would love you to start there. Okay, so 
this is where open bar, closed bar becomes a element of, of contention between people. Now, I'm used to my culture being an Italian-Canadian uh, in southern Ontario where you go to a wedding and it's an open bar. So anything other is a little bit odd for me. I'm not saying it's wrong. I don't want to I don't want to put that out there. It's just different for me. Just like for a lot of my wife's friends, mm. an open bar is different for them. Where do you stand on the open or not open bar at weddings? I mean, it just should be an open bar. I just don't have there's no other discussion. It should be open. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you say open, you mean free. Free. Yeah, that's right? what I mean. Thank you. Okay, Thank because you. there's also an open close, that, which is also contentious. Yes. When, hey, uh, listen, while we're doing our speeches, make sure the bar's closed. Right. That can also be – you try to tell a bunch of Punjabis that uh, bar's going to be closed for an hour. That is not going – people oh. just leave and go to their cars and drink from their trunks and stuff. They get very angry. They really? Oh, yeah. Often. Often. Um, so that's also the, the cultural part always comes in there. But for me, it's like, uh, so, so my friend, Andrew, his wife is Portuguese. Right. And I was like, do you want a drink? She goes, sure. Is it like, she basically, she was like, do I get money from my purse for you? She was like, right. is it, is it an open bar? Right. I was like, of course it's an open bar. Look where this thing is happening. This right. is ridiculous. It's like a glamour. Of course, this is an open bar. Mm-hmm. You want to start paying after all this? Is how, it was a crazy wedding. Sure. Um, but it, for a second, I was like, how do the Portuguese do it? Do they not always have open bars? So anyway, yeah, right. it's a, where do you stand on that? Italians always open. Well, I, I don't want to speak for every Italian. I can tell you for Southern, for Southern Ontario Italians, Italian Canadians like myself, it's, I've never seen a not open bar. So sure. it's pretty much open bar all the time. Yeah. Okay, so where do I stand on it? Look, you're having a celebration and you're having guests come to celebrate your marriage. If you're going to have alcohol there and you can afford to have it as an open bar, that's where I would lean to. If you can't afford it and you're having a more modest wedding, you know, then I think a portion of the bar should be paid for. That being wine at the table during dinner. Okay. That's, that's where I said. And if people have to pay for the mixed drinks, that's how it is. Sometimes people will give you a drink ticket so one drink is free. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think younger couples, people get married in their 20s, sure. just don't have that much money amassed. Yeah. They'll often do that. But uh, just that I'm in my 40s, I guess I haven't been to one of those in like a decade. And sure. it's, uh, just the thought of it is horrifying right now. I I forgot where I've come from. Right. You know? You're a snob now. I'm a snob. But, you know, I also go to a, a number of Muslim weddings where mm. it just doesn't come up. There There's is no, no bar. There is no bar. There right? is no bar. Or if there is, you go downstairs, you pay for a drink, and you're like one of eight people who are maybe really? drinking because you're, I don't know what you're trying to prove. Right. Well, you can't go one night without a drink? No, apparently I can't. I want to go. Fair, fair enough. But there's also like a forbidden fruit, like, oh, I'm having a beer at a Muslim wedding. Look at right. me. Um, my wedding. Okay. I didn't want to offend certain people. I didn't oh. want it to be too debaucherous right. in front of like, there's a lot of non-drinkers there. My, sure. Most of my parents' friends, although my father had a drinking problem. Right. But so that becomes an issue. Drinking. That comes okay. issue. He'd stop drinking by that time. He had an oxygen tank right. on. And so it was a whole, but if my dad was healthy, you can believe it would have been my, me and my dad against my mother arguing. Of course, there's got to be open bar. No open bar. Like, it would have been crazy. I think so anyway. Right. Well, my dad was doing his heavy drink. I'm pretty sure. Sure. So what I did was- I had a room set up uh, just down the hall, maybe uh, 25, 30 yards okay. from the wedding. 
And there it was like a ton of booze okay. that we had bought. And it was like the guys who want to come and drink. Have your fill. Have your fill. So, so they it... had to leave the hall. Okay. And also what happened that way is that only the people who do drink would be going there and when seeing the booze, coming back with drinks, no problem. And those people who don't wouldn't get offended by seeing exactly. that. But they knew it was there. Yeah. But it was somewhat um, clandestine or hidden. So you were trying to appease both sides of the that's both sides. Yeah, that's, I, think, I think that's res- I think they did a great job. I think that's very respectful. Also, it was out of my sight, which was good because I might have been a little sure. No, my friends were bringing me drinks regularly. It was never really an issue. Okay, my wedding, the one of the venues we almost got married at, the thing that killed it was the feeling of being nickeled and dimed by the bar. So we went. We were going to have it at a ski resort. Oh, wow. Okay. And I won't name them because I'm trying not to be that person, that person who names okay. them. Okay. So we're like, okay, I want I want a nice bar. I want I don't just want the bar rail. Listen to last week's show if you know if you want to know. I want mm. some other availabilities there. So if that you wanted tequila or a margarita, it would be available. They could make fancier drinks too. And I wanted Prosecco as the um as the drink to toast with. And the person said, Prosecco, what's that? So already bad sign. Listen, bad sign. You run a hall and you've never heard of prosecco. Yeah. Oh boy. So already I was like, "What's going on here?" Right. So she goes, "I'll just have to look it up. It might cost a little bit more." So I'm like, "That's fine. I get it. You're going to put champagne prosecco as an add-on. I get that, right?" And then I said, "And I want to make sure that we have things like Campari and I want grappa." And she says, "Grappa? What's grappa?" Right. Now I get it. Not everybody knows what grappa is. Fine. And then I said, and I want to make sure that when people want coffee, that espresso is available and it's not just a drip coffee. And she goes, oh, well, it's going to cost $2 extra a person for espresso. And I'm like, that's it. This conversation is over. Yeah. That We're not continuing. Huh? It was like, you don't know what Prosecco is. You're going to charge me for grappa and cognac and for Campari and other things you don't know. And I'm happy to spend that on my alcohol. Espresso broke the back. The though. minute I say I want espresso available and you're like, that's going to be $2 extra. I'm like, listen, I'm spending so much more on the bar. You can throw in the espresso. I'm not going to be nickel and dimed. So I was like, that's it. It's over. End of conversation. Mm. We ended up going to an old movie theater that they revamped into a hall. And when I spoke to the person there, I'm like, I want more than just the basic bar. So she goes, oh, do you want deluxe bar? Do you want platinum bar? Or do you want gold bar? And I'm like, can you tell me what that is? And she's like, this is that. This is what's available here. You want grappa. You want um, uh, Campari. You want uh, uh, cognacs. That's what's available here. I'm like, what about Prosecco? It's included in the gold package. No problem. And if you want the silver package, I'm happy to throw in Prosecco. And then I said, what about espresso? Always included in any package you want. I'm like, that's it. Thank you very much. Here we go. What about skiing? We don't ski here. End of conversation. Like, I don't I'm out s- of here. I never need to <laughs> ski for the rest of my life if you're giving me this stuff here. Now, can I just tell you one thing that we did at our wedding with regards to the bar that I thought worked really well? And that is for the first hour and a half when people are arriving – we had a signature cocktail passed around. Oh, yeah. I had uh, – my friend is a Montefiore. Oh. And he makes a mojito. Yes. So we had the Montejito this nice. weekend being passed around. 
and it was delicious. There's a small problem. There. Oh, what's that? I mean, cocktails four to five, mm-hmm. wedding five to six, yeah. and then the night begins six to one a.m. Right. I had my first drink at four twenty. Okay, man, it's a long night. Sure. I mean, it was it was a heavy. Uh, my body took a toll this week. Listen, <laughs> it's, that's your job to pace yourself. Okay, it's my job. As the groom or as the bride to make sure that you have a good time at my celebration. Okay. Now, okay. we had gimlets because it was like a, the venue was a 1920s kind of feel. So we wanted it to be in a 1920s kind of coupe and we wanted a drink that was around at that time. So we wanted something that also reflected the colors that we had. My wife had picked for our wedding colors and green was one of the colors. So we went with gimlet. And a lot of people didn't know what a gimlet was, but they loved it because they got to try something different. And we made it so that if you really want – if you didn't want a Gimlet and you wanted a beer, you could go to one of the bars and get that and it wasn't going to be a problem. Sure. But the pass around drink was going to be that and it worked out really nicely. Then if you wanted something else afterwards, you could go to the bar. There was wine on the table. I think it's important to pick your wine and pick a wine that you think will be suitable for now, you say you pick your wine. You're talking about you as the group, bride and groom yes. for the party? Okay, yeah. Pre-select yeah. that wine yeah. and make sure you taste it because a lot of halls or a lot of places you get married at will be like, these are our standard wines. We have a Pinot Grigio and a, and a red and a Chianti, right? Now, there's a world of difference between one Chianti and another mm. and one Pinot Grigio and the other. So what I would say, what is the brand that you use? Do a little bit of research on that. See if you can taste it. And see, is this a wine that is suitable for your crowd? And you'll know when you taste it. And if you don't know wines and you're like, I don't know what to do, bring someone with you at the tasting who can tell you, you know what? This is a very sociable wine that people are going to enjoy. Or this red is a little bit dry. It might be a bit too dry for everyone. Let's get something that's a little bit more medium. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Yeah. I've been that guy for food. Right. Where people are like, look, I don't really know food. Can you come in? And, t-? and I had to like just share my shock and sure. horror with the Ritz-Carlton and be like, I shouldn't have named them. But anyway, no, I should, the Ritz and be like, this is not Indian food. I don't know what, what website the chef's going on, but right. everybody's being lied to here. This right. is ridiculous. This is like not even the right color of, 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 of dish. This is mm-hmm. like complete. Anyway, it was a disaster. Let's talk food then. Let's, Let's talk, talk food. food. Let's talk food, wedding, food yeah. at weddings. And I want to start by saying this. Okay. This is important, guys. It is very difficult. Right. And I recognize that. Sure. To make 180 to 380 meals. Yes. You know, in, in, in a span of a day or two. Yeah. Right? It is an incredibly difficult job to have 400 prime ribs or chicken breasts yeah. go out and, and have them taste good. And certain meats rest well. Yes. And certain don't. Right. Right? So you want to make sure if you're feeding a crowd of, let's say, 200 people. Yeah. That the, if you choose meat as one of your main courses, that meat can rest and still sure. taste good. Fair that's to why, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. why the chicken breast should have like a ricotta and spinach inside it or uh, or some kind of a cheese or something because it's like this thing's going to dry out. It's going to dry. You better have the moisture sort of built in somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recognize how hard it is. And then you come sure. as a, a – ge- like I always tell this story about my mother, you know, my friend – when I was uh, in my 20s, my friend Bobna gets married to Vincenzo, the grappa lover. I think I've told course, you this yes. story. Vincenzo's from, the best. Vincenzo's the best. 
Anyway, there was like a God, it was, it was, Vincenzo comes in doesn't on a drink horse. beer. Grappa. Grappa. Exactly. I remember the story, man. He comes in on this beautiful white horse. There's like two different dance troops. There's like food stations. It's like an incredible, incredible wedding. It's like a great vibe. All their friends are like amazing. They're young. They're like 28. Imagine how much energy you had when you were 28. It was amazing. You sure. know, a family from Italy has come in. Uh. We leave that wedding, my mother and my father and my sister and I, and the first thing my wife, my, my, my mother says, the rice was a bit dry. Oh. I'm like, what a hater. What yeah. a hater you are. There was like a, a white horse the guy came in on. Sure. Come on. Mind you, that was a disaster. The bride turned out to be uh, allergic to the horse. Not important. Fair. Not important. All right. But like, like you know. Things were done to make this a wonderful, and the rice is dry. So this is the problem. Like you have this, 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 this hating. Not everybody's like that, but like especially, especially for brown people mm-hmm. and the ones who don't drink. The food is the thing, right? The whole thing is the food. Sure. So it better be good. And I think Italians, it's very much like that. If it's it's the food. Yeah, food is a key element to weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Culturally so, speaking, yeah. I recognize how difficult it is, yep. and I have been on the other end making food for a wedding, okay. uh, a.k.a. biting off more than I can chew. Yes. I almost ruined somebody's wedding. Oh. Uh, she said I ruined her wedding. Right. I know for a fact I didn't. But the <laughs> I'll be the judge of this. Yeah, you'll be the – it was family style. So they chose a bunch of dishes. Already, she's made a mistake by right? doing so. If you <laughs> Listen. Okay, continue. What, because hiring Ali Hassan for family style already no, feels I just wrong. don't think family – I think a wedding is a bit of a formal thing and yeah. I don't necessarily think you're family – You're thinking plated dishes. Oh, you're not going to like the buffet stories I have for you later. That's Listen, a whole other thing. On the best day, on the best day of the best buffet on the best moon in the sky, I'm not going to be loving a buffet. No. All right? Well, all you're right. not going to okay. be loving most Indian okay. weddings you go to. I'll tell you that much right now. It's all buffets. Uh, not all, but it's like most are buffets. Right. Uh, or family style. Okay. Plated meal. Not really. Really? Not really. Okay. No. no. Okay. Um, and I guess what they save by having a buffet, that's why we have open bar almost all the time. Okay, you fair know, enough. For, you know, yeah. a lot of Indians. Yeah. Um, I've never had to pay. That's like a super insult to your guests, I think. That would what be is ridiculous to, to have them pay at the bar. Okay. What I hate, okay, just to go back to the bar, whether it's open or not, I cannot stand it when at a wedding, the bartender has a bowl with money out on it. Because here's my thing, especially if it's an open bar or free bar, the couple has paid a great amount to have that liquor open. Mm -hmm. If the venue can incorporate the tip for the servers or the bartenders in this process, let the bride and groom and groom know beforehand. I think there's nothing more crass than at a formal wedding where you know the bride and groom or the bride and bride or the groom and groom are paying a fortune that there is a bartender with a bowl of money. In other words, tip I, me because I hundred percent agree yep. about the bowl. Right. There's something incredibly crass about yep. the bowl. However, after Seven hours nope. of drinking at this re- wedding this weekend. Yeah. I gave two of the bartenders twenty bucks each. Okay, fair enough. So, so I tipped them. Was there, there was some, no there, there was, was no bowl? Yeah. The bowl is the offensive part. Yeah, but they were so good. They That's were so different. good. They moved so fast. They were so efficient. Yeah. They were friendly. I was like, I both of you guys. And were I good. bet they were 
they were paid appropriately and hence they were enjoying their work and making yeah, you maybe. great trips. And if you want to give them 20 bucks because they went out of their way to serve you in a manner in which you thought was exceptional, that's a different story. But if you have a bowl or a jar or a glass with money in it, I have a problem with the venue allowing that. And when I yeah. got when I got married and I sat with that person, I said, here's one thing that I do not want to see. And I want it written down. I want it you know, in black and white. That's a very good point. I don't want to see that because I don't want my guests to feel like, oh, they're not paying enough, these bartenders, so I've got to Sure, put sure. That bowl Sorry. makes you make assumptions that yep. may or may not be true. And there's no point. It's just, yeah. I and totally we, were paying, uh, we were paying a heavy <laughs> price because we wanted to for the alcohol at my wedding. Right. I always have, anytime I see that on the, on the bar, I give my wife a crooked look and she knows. <laughs> I just picture you at your own wedding, sitting, you know, front center stage, and then going, whoa, 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 and yeah. just running across the dance floor. You put that bowl away. Yeah. I know what that bowl is. No, I told my friends. I told some dear friends. Yeah, I'm know, like, here's here what you are things. If for. you see yeah. this, I want you to deal with it. And they're like, no problem. But the woman who we sat with, the wedding coordinator, I guess you could say, when I said this, she goes, absolutely not. None of our venues do it. We agree with you. It's very crass. And that was it. There it is. There, there it go. is. There you go. Espresso there. included, and you Thank find you. what I find crass. You also find crass. Yeah. Oh my god! Bottom line is, I'm going to get married twice here. Whatever's important to you, as the two spouses getting married, bring that forward when you meet with a place oh, yeah, where yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. get married. Absolutely. Back to me allegedly ruining a wedding. Okay, let's get family back to that. style. Okay, so like sog paneer, butter chicken, uh, some like gobi aloo, all these you know Indian right. dishes that they had picked, and uh, whatever there was, twenty tables. No, let's say uh, eighteen tables mm-hmm. with ten people a table. It was like one hundred and eighty, and I had to make you know uh, enough with all those things. One hundred eighty. So about three tables. Maybe four didn't get every dish. Okay, so that was already bad. I was right. like, "This sucks." That some of the they're not getting all the things we agreed to, and then a couple of tables asked for. Uh, and when I say a couple, I mean actually two asked for. You know, can we have more of this at our table? And there was none. Ooh, so my portions were off. So I can't imagine you in that situation. I imagine you wouldn't have been pretty. I'm not pretty on the best of days. No, I know. And so she came in, the bride, with her three flanked by three friends, just like, you ruined my wedding. But it was a very, very funny – like I I couldn't have filmed it better because the doors opened to the kitchen. She comes in behind her are all kinds of friends dancing and like people just, you know, uh, acting like they're having sex on the dance floor Love and it. just having the greatest time. The music's pumping and she's like, you ruined my dance, my, my wedding. And I was like, should have picked a different door. Right. You know what I mean? That, it right. didn't work, that whole entrance that you just did. I obviously didn't say that. I gave them back $2,000 on the spot. Wow. Okay. I was embarrassed. Yeah, sure. I was embarrassed. But didn't didn't the chef make a mistake here? I was the chef, bud. Oh, okay, okay. Well, what, who do you think was? Well, because you're like, what do you think I was doing? Well, I, I I was a little bit confused in this story because you're giving back two thousand dollars. Usually, it's the wedding coordinator who would determine these things, not the I chef. I don't know where that clown right. was. Anyway, I made this mistake. Okay, two thousand right away. Okay, I was working with a friend. He goes, "That was ridiculous. You, oh, I can't man. believe you gave back two thousand. It's right. not even a big deal." I'm like, "Dude, it's my reputation." Sure. Yes. I'm was she happy when you again. did that? They they were immediately appeased. Great. She was ready. She had, I was going to tell him this, 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 this. And I go 2,000 and it just went, eh. oh, 
Okay then, like you know what I mean. I just took right. out, all, and that was my goal. I think you Take did a great job. I think you. However, oh no, there shouldn't be a however. There's yet. a however. Okay. They go on their honeymoon. Okay, discuss how the wedding went. Come back from their honeymoon. I get an email saying, uh, "We decided, Uh-oh. based on what you did, that you should make zero profit on this wedding." Based on calculations we've done, this is how much your costs would have been. So we feel you still owe us another three thousand dollars. Wow. Uh, I was like, I disagree with you. I think we should take this to uh, small claims court. Wow. And she was a lawyer, and her <gasps> husband was a lawyer, oh, and man. she goes in cap. She goes, small court is not a joke. And I wrote back, I'm well aware it's not a joke. But I don't. I don't see how else we're going to resolve this. I feel like I gave you two thousand. That's great. You feel I owe you more. We need an independent arbiter here. What other solution do we have? Never heard from her again. Wow. Yeah. But there was a time like Matt can't. That's maybe the most stressed I've ever been. Thinking that I was going to be sued. Wow. Was the most stressed I've ever been. And I. This is when. This is the one thing that impresses me about Donald Trump. A guy who can just like is getting sued multiple times. Right. On every day, all the time, and just like yeah, part of business. Like he can just sort of right. Let for it roll me, off it, it was the most embarrassing, humiliating, scary thing. Right, and it never even happened. Wow. Yeah. How do you like that? I so like anyway, it. After that, I was like, I shouldn't be doing weddings. Mm-hmm. I don't like the pressure of being the person responsible for making somebody's sure. special day the most special day. Right. I like a loosey goosey wedding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So buffet. Uh, food's decent. Dance floor is amazing. Drinks are free. I'm generally happy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm generally happy. So that's why. Uh, so my my because of my experience with wedding, I've scaled down my uh, my expectations. But I do want to eat. I you know it's yeah. It's, you know what the other thing is that I used to work at a, a restaurant. I used to manage a restaurant sure. in Montreal. I may have told you this. We're on the same night we were catering this wedding. Somebody pulls me aside and goes, "Where's Iqbal?" That's the owner. Oh, okay. I go, "I don't I don't know." He goes, "I want you to find him and I want you to tell him when I ate this butter chicken." He goes, "Maki adagi." I thoughts of my mother came flooding oh, okay. back. Thank goodness. I, okay. Half an hour later, "Where's Iqbal?" Somebody else. I go, "I don't know." You tell him this is the worst excuse for butter chicken I've wow. ever had. Same butter chicken, same wedding, same Punjabi people. It just goes to show you, you every 20 kilometers you go, somebody's taste change. Somebody's in the same house. Yep. Two people will have different tastes. So you can't always please everybody, the right? The thing, is, too, is you can't please – if you're going to if, – if it's an ethnic wedding and the food and the cuisine is going to be ethnic food, okay? So let me look at Italian food because that's my ethnicity, right? That pasta, that veal, that whatever is never going to be as good as when your mother, nonna, father, whoever makes it for you. Because like you said before, they're not making it for 200 people plus. Yeah. Right? You're making it for a family of four. They're going to use ingredients that they know the family's going to like. They're going to take their time. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. It's never going to taste the same. Sure. And I think you should go in knowing that. Yes. It's very important. Because to your point. How many people freak the hell out? Right. I got 12 people coming over. Yep. I got to start doing the groceries sure. on Monday. Yep. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I should. 12 people. Yep. 
How many people can really, really serve 12 people dinner effortlessly? Very few. Right. And yet you think this should have been all perfect for all 250 of us. Very difficult. Scale down those scale scale it all down. Yeah, because we forget that it's a it's a nice day for this couple. That's who we're here for, right? Sure. Yeah, the couple, but also, what was that eggplant dish? It was cold. Right. You know. I mean? But here's the thing. I'm going to say this: the food has to be edible. The food has to edible. be decent because decent. people are paying good money for it, right? And I also have to say the responsibility. I mean, also, that's your that's the way you look at it. You're paying good money for the uh, money. I, I'm saying I'm paying good money towards the couple here. Enjoy your life here. Take some money. I don't think about it. I'm paying for my food. No, but you, but I'm talking from the couple's perspective. Oh, okay, okay. They're okay. paying good they are money, paying good money for and them. they want their guests to feel like they're having a good meal. Yeah. And so you're paying for that, but the responsibility also lies on the couple at the tasting. To a, to make sure there's going to be a tasting, and two, at the tasting, to make sure that they get food that is going to hold up well. So I spoke to a chef before I got married with my options, and I said, here are my options. Can you tell me pros and cons so that when I go in for the tasting, I can say this, that, and the other? He's like, all right, Marco, with this type of meat, if you have more than 100 people, it's going to be difficult. Ask them what they do when there's more than 100 people to, make, to ensure that this meat stays tender and delicious. I'm concerned with this pasta dish. Ask them this. Ask them that. So when I went, I had I was armed with a professional's perspective on the various food items that I could choose from. And then we ended up choosing something that I didn't expect as a dessert because when we tasted it, we're like, this tastes amazing. And we went that we went with that. And we thought there's no th- – with this particular dessert, it's not going to be a problem. It's going to taste amazing no matter how they do it. And we just t- – we changed our mind in the moment. What was it? What was the dessert? I wanted cheesecake, but then we tasted this tartlet, and it doesn't even sound that nice. No, no. I'll take a tartlet over cheesecake any day. But it cheesecake was sucks. Fun. I love it. it punishing your York, wedding guests. New York cheesecake. Punishing your wedding guests. No respect for people who are coming to your own wedding. All right. This tartlet was fantastic. I yeah. couldn't tell you. My wife could tell you. I'm yeah. sure I have the wedding menu somewhere in a closet over there, but people loved it. It was fantastic. So there's a bit of responsibility here. There's a little bit of responsibility there. I would also say that the bride and the groom should pick a designated person to deal with the stuff in the moment so that the bride is not running into the back kitchen crying. Rather, they have a representative who comes up to you reasonably and says, listen, this happened. We we had paid for this and this happened and we're not happy with it. That way, the bride and the groom can have somebody who be who's their advocate and there's not other emotions involved to deal with it in the in the moment. And there you go. That's my perspective on how to deal with a wedding. Uh, during during the wedding, yeah, yeah, um, it, it's the failing to plan is planning to fail. Yeah, right. I would say so. You yeah, got it. And part of your planning involves mm-hmm. being right there on top of everything. And then I think then you got to give it away, right? Otherwise, you become the bridezilla groomzilla yeah. thing. Yeah. Like we've done all our the best we can. Mm-hmm. Now it's in the hands of planner, uh, coordinator. Best, Best friends. Friend. Yes. Huh? Yes. Huh? Agreed. We said it at Agreed. the same time. Yeah. We keep yeah. finishing each other's uh, We're very passionate. Sandwiches. Yeah. I love the midnight buffet, the Ooh. midnight bring more food out, the midnight porchetta, the midnight whatever yeah. at weddings. Where do you stand on that? God, what a gift from God. Okay. You know? What a I and uh what's your favorite? What's your favorite item? Okay, so what do you want to see most? Probably porchetta, yeah, because I love it. Yeah, at my wedding we did a poutine, a poutine bar, because we had a lot of people who were from out of town. Right, 
And we wanted to feature something very Canadian. Sure. Even though Toronto makes the worst poutine. But, hey, that's not important. You're trying to – of course, yeah, I didn't understand. Matter. <laughs> didn't matter. As I retrospectively try to ruin your wedding. Let me ruin your wedding in the past. Sure. Um, that's always great. There's uh, – I've seen pizza. I've yeah. seen poutine. I've seen chocolate fountain. Right. You take strawberries yeah. on a stick. Marshmallow. Marshmallow. Oh, not marshmallow. What are you, animals? That's ah. sweet. Wow. Uh, pineapple. Sure. You know, different fruits. I've seen that, which is amazing. Uh, but this weekend, I saw the best thing I've ever well, seen. Okay. I saw a shawarma buffet. Like with the shawarma rotating? With the rotating slicing. spit. They had beef shawarma rotating on a spit. And then they had all the accoutrements, oh, you know. Goodness couple of, yeah, you know, the bread could have been a little bit different, but it was like, it was terrific. Yeah. And that's that's a great Canadian thing as well, to sure. be honest. Shawarma, of course, has come from the Middle East, but it's so, like, you can't. Most cities of over 100,000 people in this country will right. have a number of shawarma restaurants. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I, if you can afford that at your wedding and your wedding's going to go till one or two, yeah. it's a nice little surprise sure. for your guests. Sure. Yeah, poutine is the way to go, especially for out-of-towners. You're like, have this delicacy. But but also, you know, 1 a.m. is the bad time to be like, I don't like it. You know, like, well, sorry, you, you should have eaten more earlier. So I right. think you have to have a couple of things. You need a couple of things. I think we had more than just poutine. We had we had other things I couldn't tell you. But it's nice to, like you said earlier, if you're drinking yeah. and you continue to drink and you stopped eating, say, at 9 o'clock, yeah. you need a little bridge in there so that the person who's been drinking can feel like they're of not going to get totally wasted. And it's actually it's a responsible th- thing to do, sure. and it should be built in your budget. Yeah. Not only if you have a budget feeder, it's right. the best thing to do. I had uh, at a wedding in Quebec, we had steamies, steamed, uh, steamed hot dogs yes. and poutine together. A real Quebec, and poutine beyond steamy. It was uh, ridiculous, and I was just overjoyed. Yes. It's it's a it's a beautiful thing. Now, okay, let's get to the sweet table. The I thing I care not, less I, about. No, I know yeah, and that's so why weird. your perspective is important. I told you my perspective about cheesecake. You dismissed it. Well, because you You're, were wrong in that you, case. Okay, all right. All right. What what's, what do you have against cheesecake? Ah, oh, God. Why don't I why don't I just rub cream cheese or like plaster that goes on walls directly on my tongue? That's my thing with cheesecake. It's uh, the worst texture of any dessert no. ever. No. I don't understand how people like it. And no one understands me. Believe me. I'm right, right, right. in an incredible minority. And Clearly, everybody else yeah. is like, have you been to Snowdon Deli? Have yeah. you been to this place? You have, you Juniors tried in that? New York. Yeah, I've been yeah. everywhere. I've been everywhere. Once I liked a mango cheesecake. That was okay. it. That was it. Okay. So, okay. Regardless of cheesecake, sweet, a sweet table, the, the, the wedding cake, what's your perspective on all that? I mean, I... It could be there. It could not be there. It doesn't matter. I didn't have one thing off the sweet table. I didn't even have a piece of fruit off the sweet table. But I feel like there should be a mountain of fruit. Okay. I would have had some just sort of dark chocolate pieces. You know, like the lightly sweetened stuff? I would have had that. That's it? That's what I had, would no. have had if it was there. So, so, but of course, there should be more. Right. Okay. There should be more. But I would have had that. There wasn't there. Okay. <clears throat> what there was was very sweet stuff. So like these upside down sort of uh, like um, let's say like a cup a, a tiny cupcake yep. on a lollipop stick right. upside down dipped in chocolate right so you just sort of lift it up and then you're eating like a a, a, a cake chocolate pop? a cake pop okay. that's the word I was looking for yeah. for God's sake I said every word but cake pops um, 
other like little brownie squares or something. I, I, you know, it didn't even matter. It was so irrelevant. Okay. I go back for poutine three it's times. It's not relevant. It's just because you no, don't like it's sweets. Exactly. But to me, some... to me, to me, of course, yeah. understood to me. For me, the sweets are an important aspect of, course. <clears throat> of the and, wedding. And most human beings, I would and guess. You don't have to have a plethora of sweets. It could even just be the wedding cake with a nice coffee. But here's what I'm going to say. If you're only going to have a wedding cake as your dessert, make sure the cake tastes good. Once again, this is this is all pre-work where you go and you have a tasting. Yeah. Because you could get a slab cake at Costco, but is that how you want the last impression of the meal to be for your guests? Right? Or you can get two different flavored cakes that are frosted really lovely. Let's say a, a chocolate and a vanilla or a, a banana, banana cake and a whatever other cake, a red velvet cake. Yeah. And have them side by side as you serve it to your guests, maybe with a little scoop of ice cream, maybe some fruit on the side with the coffee. Great way to end. end. I'm going to say something about cake. Okay. I have been to now more more often than not now because of my age we got we go to kids birthdays. Sure. Parents get these massive cakes. You use the word slab for that Costco yeah. thing. Like half a dining t- table size of uh of cake. It's insane. Right. And I'm le- I'm seeing this over and over and over again. No cake for me or I'll have a Tiny slice. Right. People are like concerned about their health, their well-being. Sure. People are eating less and less cake. I feel like, yeah, a wedding they may go, you know, uh, uh, out of their comfort zone, have a little bit more, but to have these massive three, four layer cakes, it's just waste. Yes, it's pure waste. Yes. I would rather have a collection of small cakes, pastries, uh, but pastries, sure, or like eight inch, ten inch tarts. Tartlets, if you yes. will, um, you know, uh, small like pies and things like cannoli, this. cannoli. Sure, yeah. it just keeps going back to the Italian stuff, um, tiramisu cake sure. or something like and this. It keeps you know? going back to the Italian. I have stuff. to for you, otherwise right. you're going to take it there anyway. Wow, well, I could have said wow, a, a, what a, a sweet paneer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... Sweet paneer is great. Huh? In the moment, you really delivered on that <laughs> sweet you. paneer. Um, that's not a thing, but yeah, like I, I, I think wedding cake is. Uh, I don't know. I'd love to have talked to somebody in that business. I'm sure their business is suffering. Here's what I'm going to say. You don't need a wedding cake at a wedding unless it's important Ooh, to you. edgy. Unless it's important unless to you. Unless it's important wedding. to you because a lot of these uh, wedding halls will have a sweet table or will offer sweets. So they'll be like, you know what we do? We bring a selection of pastries to each table. And at that point, you can say, do I really want to spend $1,000 on a wedding cake that is really is only a – Is that what fl- we're looking at? It can be that it, de- it depends. Ooh, it depends how wow. fancy you want to make it, yeah. right? So we had decided at our wedding we were not going to have a wedding cake because we had so many um, pastries and we had a proper like service of that tartlet and we were going to have a sweet table as well. And we had um, part, of, part of when we booked, we got um, red velvet cake uh, cupcakes on a stand was included. So we're like, mm. there's so much sweets available. Why do we want to spend 800 plus for Good a wedding for cake? Good for you. Then my wife found a $200 wedding cake deal and she's like, I'm going to get the $200 wedding cake. It'll be there if anybody wants it with the sweets. So I'm like, all right. 
and we got a picture with the cake and that was it. So it really, if cake is important to you, get the cake. Otherwise, I think if sweets are provided, save that hundred bu- that 800 bucks, thousand bucks, put it elsewhere. Tough sell for some people though, right? Well, it's all what's important. It's all to what's you. important, right? The yeah. word wedding cake. What kind of wedding was that? There was no cake at sure. the wedding. It's called wedding cake. You can see people losing their minds. Yeah, not important. I mean, did you have a wedding cake? I don't even remember. There you go. We must have. We must have. I like, would imagine I mean, uh, it just was a zero priority. Right. Uh, well, we had it. High, you know, it was catered by an Indian caterer. Okay. He did a fantastic job. I gotta say. So he would have sweet paneer. Made some not sweet paneer, <laughs> but he would have made some Ras Malai, gulab jamun, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Potentially, he would have had a few sweets. There had to have been a cake. This is weird that I don't even remember. This is that like sweet. You Here's know? another thing I'm gonna say. If you're the bride and the groom, or the bride and the bride and the groom and the groom. Do not get plastered at your own wedding. Yes. It's never pretty. It's so bad. It's ne- it never – it's always a regret. There's no reason to do that. The wedding is also about how you present yourself to your guests. I completely agree with so that. So there's no – if you want to get plastered on your honeymoon, every day on your honeymoon – Exactly. By all that's means. for you. Your wedding's for your guests. Your honeymoon is for you. That's right. That's what it is. That's how it is, right? Yeah. So I would say hold back on that. Because yeah. there's a tradition with Italian weddings where, you know, there's a receiving line when people come to the reception, right? And you're supposed to do a shot with people as they go through the. How many people? It can be as many as you're joking. Yeah, like, now you would have it with the couple. You wouldn't have it with the bride, with the with the let's say uncle and the aunt. You would have it with people like maybe a group of five. You would do a toast and you would do a shot. Okay, right? okay, okay. So at my wedding, I told the best man who's pouring those shots out, "Listen, we're not going to get wasted. So every other shot is going to be water, or I'm not going to drink it, or I'm going to have a sip." I recommend you do the same. And my best man's like, I'm not going to get wasted. We're going to do sips or I'm going to do faux shots for us. But your guests can have a shot of Bailey's, of Sambuca, of whatever they want when they come in. I'm like, Mm. great. So people would come in. We would cheers. I would take a sip. Or I would have a faux shot. I mean, that's got to be understood at some level. Oh, a I lot of the so. guests are like, there's no way this guy drank 40 shots. And Nor the, do the uh, guests necessarily want you to get plastered. They no. w- just want to toast you so that they can have a private moment sure. with you. And there's sure. nothing wrong with that. And I'm sure if I even said to my to my friends or to my uncles and aunts as they went through, I'm only going to do half a shot with you. I'm only going to do a sip because I don't want to get wasted. They'd be like, that's fine. I just want to toast the couple and I want to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. The guy who goes, uh, come on, bro, it's your wedding. I don't want to get wasted. Listen to this guy. That guy could leave, right? That guy should be. Yeah, uh, that guy's the degenerate that yeah. we always talk about. I know. There and you, you invited him to to your wedding. Well, now least, who's the degenerate? I mean, come on. Listen, sometimes you have a cousin who's a degenerate that you <laughs> have you to invite. You're bound by family. And you're bound by family. Oh, God, so many. Whatever so. you decide to do at your wedding, we hope it turns out really well. That's what I'm going to say. Right. Or don't get married. You don't have to don't anymore. Have to There's no married. law. Yeah. There's no law that says you have to. Right. And there's no law that says you have to have a formal wedding with hundreds of people and totally. desserts and all that stuff. You have the wedding that you want to have, whether it be with five people or 500. Just remember, do your due diligence. If you're going to have a wedding with a lot of food, pre-taste that food, figure out your bar, figure all that stuff out first. That's my recommendation. That's great. And uh, and remember that the wedding business is a racket yes. and they're out to rip you off at every single opportunity. So sometimes you could just resist all that and just have a loosey-goosey wedding. And, and really, amazing DJ, great people, 
and lots of booze and you have a great time. There's nothing wrong with you having a wedding saying, all right, my parents, your parents, bride, bride or bridegroom, groom, groom and their best stand up people. We're all going to go to a nice restaurant and have a nice meal. And that's going to be our wedding. Yeah, I think anyone who judges that in the moment, all that judgment is wiped out in five years when the couple is now like buying their first home or whatever. It's all, you know, like people have different goals. They have different relationship goals. I gave my wife a pretty meager ring, people would say. Even the guy, the jeweler, that son of a bitch, goes, come on, man, don't be cheap. I I got heckled by the jeweler for buying a ring. I'm like, dude, this is what I can afford right now. Sure. We're moving to Toronto. Yeah. I'm starting a new life. I have nothing. Right. I can't even believe this woman's marrying. I can't believe her father okayed this thing. <clears throat> and my wife, who had been married previously, which kind of helped me in that respect, she was like, that's not what I need. I need us to have a great life together. I don't right. need to be, look at my ring, sure. guys. This is not important to her. So that worked out quite well. That would have been a bad time to find out. Cut to today. Where you went out and bought her a really beautiful ring with a really beautiful rock, correct? I'm not going to do that. She's not <laughs> expressing any interest in that, Marco. There's no need for any of that. So, uh, flowers. Flowers will do just fine. I would rather go on a vacation with my wife than uh, yeah. buy a ring. What the hell? Sure. Like I have, I think you know me enough to know that I have no problem spending money. No, in fact, you don't. I have a problem spending money. But uh, a ring just to show it off. What about a week in... Mexico together. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? Or Mexico City or Dublin as we were planning? Like, some people buy a ring that's like three trips worth of a... Oh, yeah. Get out of here. And it's all what's important to you and your spouse. Yeah. For some people, the ring is important. Fine. More important than a trip. For other people, experiences like a trip are important. Yeah. You do what's right for you. I did do what's right for me. And that's all that matters, regardless of this... Heckling uh, jeweler or anyone else. You do what's right for you. You do what's right for your spouse. We hope you do what's right for you. Let us know if there's anything we missed in this wedding episode. And we'll yeah. talk about it. Or if you've got a wedding uh, that you've been to or that you're planning that is uh, that is doing some creative stuff that, uh, that you haven't seen anywhere else. We'd love to hear about it. Well, I guess that's the end of this episode. Sayonara. Yeah. Until huh? we wed again. Until we wed again. Are we getting married? Maybe. Great. I want a big rock. No rock. <laughs> we hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. <laughs>